New on CuriosityStream, uncover engineering secrets from history's greatest masters. From the mysteries of the first man-made waterways to the building techniques of the early Americas, it's ancient engineering. Plus, 40 tons of trucks speeding down the interstate can be a recipe for disaster. See how today's smarter new age big rigs pave the way for safer highways on high-tech trucks. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Dr. Frankfurt, pa- paging Dr. Frankfurt. Dr. Frankfurt, we got a we got a loose one. We need your expertise. Dr. Frankfurt in the house. Here I am. We need we need your expertise. I just got my doctorate last week. I actually had a <clears> tutor <throat> take a course for me. I, I I called this sign I saw on on the side of the road in Scarborough. Mm-hmm. I was actually uh, I wanted to I wanted to become a realtor, and I saw this sign on the side of the road on on one of those like for you know rent me signs. You just proved that this sign. Was kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, tutor for real estate. But it, it ends up he had another package and I, I am a doctor now. It's probably the same guy who's giving everybody their degrees in economics that's in the media over the last little while. <laughs> hey, I anybody think... with a, anybody with an audience right now is an economist, ourselves oh. included, right? Ourselves included. Right. Yeah. All you got to do is just basically, uh, you know, regurgitate pe- a little bit of information that you read in some article, regurgitated information that they found online that regurgitated information from somebody who actually knew what the hell they were talking about. Three degrees of separation. I got people asking me on Twitter, like if the Bank of Canada is buying back and I don't know, three letters. I don't even know what it means, the three letters. I don't know what they stand yeah, yeah, for. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's funny. Somehow, funny. somehow. Uh... The, 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 the economists, because they're not that exciting, right? Like Benjamin Tall is a great guy. You know, I follow him. I listen to him. I, I'm, I'm always, I always want to know what he's saying. But it's not exciting when he talks, right? There's no personality there that makes you go like, yes, I, want, I can do this for an hour. Right. I can listen to, you know, Benjamin talk for about five, 10 minutes and then I can read for a while the rest of it. You know, the, the only reason I think that we even think that what Benjamin Tal has to say is valid is because he's employed by CIBC. I mean, mm-hmm. if he was just like Benjamin Tal consultants, everybody would be like, you know, I don't even think anybody listens to Benjamin Tal anymore. Nobody like, listens to him anymore. Nobody's no, he just right. gets quoted. He just gets quoted. Lately, He's a reliable have, person to get quotes from. Yeah, I, I go to the Weather Network now for my news because they, yeah. they seem to be as accurate as anybody at the yeah. moment. I, 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 I don't disagree. I think you do a great job. What's so, going so, on, though? So are we starting the show? Are we in? Are we going? Are we on? Hello? No, Hello? No. Is, this, is this thing on? This thing is on. Are, yeah. How are these uh, earphones working today? Apparently... My earphones uh, or your earphones? Because how am I supposed to know how your earphones are working? Well, well, by the by, my ability to cut you off without you continuing, I think is how we can gauge whether or not this is working. I think they're working fine. Was that a long enough pause I don't, after you stop? You know those okay. guys when they're doing the location, like you know the satellite, whatever. So then the guy finishes talking. It's a like, little bit of a delay, I think. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that everything should be okay. Right? I agree. Maybe we should just talk like that so we don't talk over each other. I agree. Well, listen, before we get started and before we really get into things here and before we get way too excited about real estate. I'm always excited. I know. And this is why we need to make sure, please do us a favor. Subscribe to the channel. Mm. So many people are watching. We're up to like 25 people watching each episode now. Yeah. And we have like three subs. Yeah. Those, that's those, at least, at least. That's like two hundred percent more not, than not subscribing. <laughs> <laughs> Says Benjamin so. Tal. <laughs> oh no! Uh, okay, so what yeah, have we if done? You haven't subscribed yet, uh, or if you don't like like the videos, or if you don't comment on the videos or or anything, then tell somebody else to do that. You know, maybe that's just not your thing, and, and you can f- do us a favor by sharing the word who the hell's hitting the the thumbs down button like what the hell could be so offensive here that you would 
I mean, not enough people take the time to hit that like button. But like I talked, I talked to people honestly, like, you know, in my life who tell me that they watch the show. And, uh, you know, there's like two of them. One is my mom and the other one is my neighbor. <laughs> right. Yeah. But um, I asked them, I said, well, do you guys like do you do you like the videos? And they said, no, not really. Said, you guys subscribe. And they said, yeah, yeah. I said, did you hit the bell? And they're like, no. What bell? Yeah. I'm my like, mom, oh. my mom the other day, she's like, yeah. What, what do you mean you're working on the show? How, how do I see this thing? I'm like, mom. It's a couple of years already. Like, what, didn't yeah. you subscribe? We're going on two years next yeah, month. Yeah, I think I subscribed. I think I subscribed. Well, yeah. Did you hit the bell? What bell? Jeez, mom. <laughs> Why did you hit the bell? Huh? It's the what same you, what, time what every week. What have you done week, for me lately? Oh, my gosh. Oh, All right. Well, let's, let, what should we do? Our boots on the ground here. You know, whether or not we have guests today, I guess that'll be yet to be seen. As always. It will be a surprise to us as well. Uh, but, yeah. Um, listen, I think... It would be a great idea to try and get an idea of what's going on right now. I got a TK? story. I got a story to tell. But I, I got so many stories to tell this week, actually. But this is the one I want to tell. Okay, you tell the story and you yeah. pump up that market, and you. I'm about to change which, the market by at least three points. We at least have three points the right now. Power here on yeah, the Canadian at least Real Estate Show to move markets. Or and actually, might go the opposite way with this story. You're today. a pumper. So uh, we sold a property in March, Turn uh, I got 15 offers, uh, you know, tons of price action, 460,000 or something like that over asking. And uh, we knew that this was a ridiculous price and we looked for the shortest closing as possible. I think we took the second shortest closing, right? Because the first one was like the price was way lower, right? Something like that. So we took the price based on we knew the market could change and that it we wanted the shortest closing as possible. So we took the, we took the offer. The guy was not as responsive as I would have wanted him to be, but he ordered the appraisal like a week before the bank ordered the appraisal. But I know also he didn't have his financing in line until around then. Cause I was trying to get a hold of him and getting some mixed answers, but I knew they were still working on getting the approval. And the bank came in and they appraised the property and the property appraised for how much lower than the price that they paid. What was the price they paid again? Like one and a half million almost. One and a half million they paid and it came in at 1.24 million. It came in at $390,000 less. Even worse? $390,000 less than what they paid. What's that? So one, when, I, one, when you're one? selling a, pro when, so we learned this from 2017, like to really dive into people's finances when they're paying this, these high prices. And he's like, yeah, we got this extra money and we've got 30% down and we've got this and we've got that and we've already sold and there's no issues and all these things. So I'm like, all right. I mean, like that's, that's what we want to hear. Good solid deposit based on the market. And, uh, when I said to him, I said, well, okay, can you guys cover the shortfall? He says, well, no, he didn't think it was going to be $400,000 less. He said we could have covered like $200,000 less. Why? People are at least going in planning that they may have to cover an extra couple hundred thousand. When you're a buyer's agent, that's your job is to your make job. sure that your clients have a, have a chance to, you know, get this property, no matter what the appraisal says. And as a, as a listing agent, you want to pick the person, not only who gives you the best offer, on closing on, on offer night story, but who's actually going to close this deal. Cause that's another story we can go into. Cause there's a bunch of relisted properties this week. We have one of them. Okay. Girl on my team told me, but I'll tell that story after. Um, so anyways, I arrange, so I call up the, the boys at Tembo. I get, uh, you know, lenders start working on it. I make sure that everything's in place. We, we negotiate additional non-refundable deposits, extensions, all that kind of stuff. And, um, I found them, I found them a private lender who can do up to 90% loan to value. And, uh, they reordered the appraisal. Second appraisal came in guy calls me up. I won't, I won't, I won't use any, like, I won't describe the appraisal, but the appraiser calls me up and says, yeah, I you know, need to do this appraisal. Right. And like, I know what it's about. So I'm like, great. Thank you. Like, you know, when do you need to get in? He's like, eh, you know what? I mean, I don't really need to get in. You know, I can, I can just walk the lot, <laughs> right? I can just walk the lot. So, I'll send yeah, my drones. Great. I was like, this is great because the house is really dated. Right. So 
he goes to see the property and I said, you know, just walk the lot, no problem. So he goes and walks the property and asks me a few questions and stuff like that. And then I now get to control the narrative. So now I get to tell him, I say, wow, this one recently sold and it was one, one. And it was like, you know, it was way, it was way, it, it was actually a little bit smaller, but it was like way smaller. It was way like less as attractive. Nobody likes that street. Like I got to play the narrative on him to be able to make sure that he knew that that last sale at one, one was nowhere close. Cause the last guy appraised us less than the last sale. So in the end, the appraisal came back and uh, he appraised it for $130,000 higher than the last guy at 1.2. 1.24. Close to 1.24. Exactly. 1. 2, you, were, you were bang on. Yeah. On the second. So, so now, Woo-hoo! now they can go and get a 90% loan to value private mortgage to be able to close this deal if they need at it. At what rate? What rate? What or rate? they can come up with, I don't know, but they can end up, it's a first and a second. So you can use your imagination oh. and, or, or they can go and uh, back to the, back to their other bank. And instead of a $390,000 shortfall, you know, it should be, um, what did I say that was? Like a $260,000. Yeah. So $260,000 shortfall. And then they may be able to cover that. Cause I think they got a couple hundred grants, maybe borrow some. Wow. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's crazy. You know what? So tell me what you think about this, because I put it out there uh this week and it speaks to what you're talking about i mean like what what role do the appraisers play in this ridiculous run-up in prices over the last two years i mean these are supposed to be professional people they how how do they underwrite uh, a 50 100 150 thousand dollar increase in value from one day to the next or from one week to the next you have to under you have to understand who's Who's the one that's uh, whose interests are being protected through an appraisal? Okay, whose? Well, it depends who hires the appraiser, but generally it's the bank. It's the banks, exactly. So when the market's going up, right, the banks look at it like this, and this is part of uh, those provisions that Aussie was having the banks put aside, right? Which they were saying you had to set a, cer- a certain aside for delinquent. Um, accounts and, and you had to have a certain amount of money that was there to keep the banking system stable, right? So as the banks are putting, they're basically saying like, some of these people aren't going to be paying us back this money. So we're going to put this aside because we know we're going to lose some of the money, right? right? So they start protecting themselves. So, but now it's in their interest. It's a numbers game. The more loans that they can give, the more mortgages they can put out, the, the, the risk is there but they're protecting themselves by having these provisions. They know the numbers, not everybody's going to default. Yeah, and the more money the... they lend out, the more money they make. I get that. But why, why can't the appraisers be, it can go up. There's nothing wrong with it going up, but like the appraisers should go, hold on a sec. Like the last house was just worth this two days ago. I, I some can't people, give you some, this value. Some people will not get that mortgage because of that. Cause some people are Fine. Just, just at 20% down and they can't get it. Exactly. Which means, I know, but that means the banks don't get to make their money. And when the banks are looking at the market and they're saying it's going up, maybe it doesn't appraise today, but tomorrow. But why, why wouldn't day. the, why wouldn't the deal just go through at a reasonable number? I mean, because if, they can't, because if oh. they've only got 20% down and they've been approved for 80% loan to value, and it the comes more, in, but the seller's expectation, the but the seller's expectation doesn't get to that elevated height. If the appraisers keep the, 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 the pricing and the value where it should be. And a firm, the and a firm in the, and that market though, Daryl, firm offers are being written and people are just like this. They're writing two offers every three days. Right. And, but then and, the appraiser should be like, sorry, dude, you made a fucking mistake because you're stupid. And, and your and, your agent is stupid, and your mortgage broke. Everybody's stupid. That's that that's that that's that that's uh, uh, consulting <clears throat> to you or consulting yeah. for you because this is fucking crazy. And everybody twenty years ago. And everybody knows the situation. So when you're in a conditional sale, the appraiser has got the real estate license. Ninety nine percent of them. So they're gonna go and look on the MLS to Thank see you. that it's sold conditional. Yep. The uh, firm deals that firmed up two months ago and are closing in two weeks, the appraiser sees that as well too. The bank knows the situation as well. So the bank has all this information. So when the appraiser is going in there, yeah, you're right. When it's a conditional deal, it's more likely that the appraiser could come back and say, well, you know what? 
we think it should be here. And then the buyer will have the decision to move forward or not because it's a little bit of a slower market and uh, they can then decide if this is something that they want to move forward on. They can look at their options. It happens. It happens more often. Excuse me. Yeah, listen, I, firm I, offers, I, you know I that get, that barely happen. I get how so the system changes. works, but the, the appraiser is actually supposed to be like the fail safe mechanism for the prices not to go bananas. For them to go, hold on a sec. If I'm being objective here, there's no fucking way that the value of this house is this. Sorry, like it's just mm. not. And I'm sorry that you put a firm offer on. Like, suck it up, bud. That was dumb. How could you pay? I I, I have right around the corner for me, TK, where where we bought a house recently, fairly recently. Like, I. I I have a, a semi that went for basically the same amount we paid for this house like eight, nine months ago, a semi. Mm. And then like a week later, somebody paid even more than that for another semi. H how the hell are people going to get this money? Like how is an appraiser we'll find out now? If they actually do no, get because the money. Right, because now the appraisers are going, oh, hold on a sec, it's going the other way. Like, how can I appraise yeah. it at that value? Two weeks ago, it was, it, right? Like, it's so yeah. fucking, I'm, get, I'm getting heated here, TK. And getting, really what it boils down to this, like, especially wait, with these firm deals. Why don't, why, why, I know that the system is all kind of working together, but like, somebody needs to be the fall guy. If yeah. it's not the banks, like, Let's make the appraisers the fall guys because somebody has to take responsibility. They pay a lot of insurance to be fall guys. Yeah, their insurance companies can be the fall guys. Let's start suing them so they don't get insurance and they actually have to do their jobs now. Yeah. They could be so, that tether, like that 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 bungee cord for the market. Like they're supposed yeah. to be. <laughs> 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 I love appraisers, especially when they come in like this guy who comes in and it's like, you know, I don't know if it's shady or not. Maybe I'm just overthinking it, but it seems so shady that someone can just come in and like not even want to go and see it. Listen to me, the guy who wants to try to get this deal together like nobody else, you know, like, why are you listening to me for? And the then praisers. comes in at 130K more, which probably will put this deal together. They, they call first and they're like, they're talking and they're like, you know, so what, much, what do you think it, it much, should be, right? What'd you pay? Like, think we need to come in out here. How much, uh, have you heard? Getting one, two, one, two, five, one, one, two, sixty. Tell me when to stop. One, two, eighty. I, uh, with, with, with like commercial deals, I'll, I'll be on the phone with the appraiser and I'll be like, make sure you look at this property because this happened here. And I heard that this happened over here. And if you do mm. this and this, then it should be this. And anyways, yeah. I remember yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. calling me and me just going like, This, this is better than I even thought. This is crazy. This guy's completely nuts. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, send me that. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Like, I don't know how they come up with this stuff, but they, they're, they're really... Sh there needs to be a better system. There needs to what be a else is new? Yeah, oh, I know the better system. No, I know it. I know the better system. Call me? Call Daryl. This, this is a perfect segue. I saw a post a segue. online. It was a, it was a, it was about a house that was on stilts mm. that was getting washed away by the ocean. Right. And it said, you know, this house that's been abandoned now and no longer occupied is now finally the ocean has reclaimed it. Right. <laughs> according to Zillow, <laughs> according to Zillow, it's worth $380,000 for sure. Right? So automated appraisals, there's an algorithm, Daryl technology. They're going to solve it with technology. It's got to work. Right now, go on House Sigma and look at what House Sigma thinks all these houses are worth. And some of them, it's like, it's like listed at one five, value one eight, listed since March twenty twenty two. Like it's it's been on the market for months, and they're telling the algorithm thinks it's worth three hundred k more than they're asking. Like right. it's silly silliness stuff, silliness. Computers I, I think, will not solve appraisals. Let me tell you. Well, I think they could actually. Mm hmm. They could. I think you they just would think the technology hasn't been improved enough. Well, I don't think that there's much uh, technology for it. But right now it's like take a few houses that are kind of close and maybe relatively equal size and 
if there's four of them size, yeah detached, divide by four size oh horrible, it's not, horrible. yeah it, it's every, got every potential. area is different right every, it's got a lot of potential so another I, one I, this week another yeah. one this week if you want to talk about that was a partner of mine and uh hers was a i can't remember what it was but it was a it was a freehold outside of the of the gta in the 905 and um it was sold in multiple offers within the last couple months and the person who bought it was like yes i can do this they had a lower deposit than a lot of the other people but they had the highest price and they decided to work with that offer based on a lot of different factors and it wasn't her because i had talked to the agent about it the sellers were the ones who were like adamant about going with this buyer so she tried her best to sign up like warn them i guess that you know these were all the different things so on closing the agent doesn't call doesn't do anything you know the buyer's agent apparently he's part-time and uh the buyer said oh i i was gonna get a hundred percent financing from you (laughs) (laughs) and he had no no financing he had no financing and then she arranged 90 percent loan to value private financing and he was like i don't even have 10 percent down because he said if i no he might have he might have been able to get it i'm not sure but he said his payments would be too high. And he says, I'd be bankrupt after six months. So he said, oh. just keep my deposit and move on. And in his situation, he has no assets. So he doesn't he care. Has no assets. Come the, value, the value of that home went down $200,000. And the payments went up probably God knows how much. They, from- they bought, they moved. They were expecting it to close. They had bridged. They were gone. And the I last know minute, you told me to get a pre-approval, but I was busy. Right? Nothing. Right, now my mortgage work. went up two grand a month. So now, so now, now they're relisting the property, and and they're gonna and and it's already listed. I'm not sure the details, but it's gonna be sold, and the comps now show two hundred thousand dollars less. And if they don't do what they need to do, and I'll tell you, it's in Brampton. That's all I'll Ooh, say. I won't Brampton. say anymore. Yeah. Speaking of Brampton, I sold a condo in Brampton this week. In a Brampton. different one than the one you sold here's, last week. What are you here's like? Here's how you do it. Here's how you do a comp. No, this was the same week. This is the same one. This Didn't one. we talk about it last week? Was I listed it some it like week. old folks community. Yeah, but I listed it last week. I sold it this week. Oh, I thought you sold so you it last week. So you don't know the results. No. Well, what did I sell it for? If, if you're exactly. See, like I so, remember anyways. So, so, but here's the, here's the, these are just like hard numbers. Like this is like actually what it is. Last year, this unit would have gone for $610,000 a year ago. Hold on a second. There's all the construction of the new set going on in the background over here. Yeah, I saw down. the new set. That new set is banging. Keep it down. That's a banging set. Big things going on around. But it's too Toronto centric. We got to make sure we get coast to coast, Daryl. We got lots of great guests lined up over the next month or two. Oh my God. I know people are sick of hearing us just chatter uh, the last two weeks, but we had a great guest for today, I thought. Well, you know what? Sometimes guests are more reliable than others, but we have great guests lined up for the next uh, month or two. Um, The. uh, I have an update on my. uh, Oh, yeah, right. 610, 610 was last year. Then all of a sudden in February, 2022, this stupid market that we had then that ruined so many different people's lives, unfortunately, sold that same unit, no, smaller units for 817,000, right? Yeah. Smaller units. So what do you think the sellers want? More. They want more than the last guy because they're a bigger unit, right? They're the biggest unit. And then in the newest building. Sure. Right. And they, uh, they obviously don't watch the news or read the paper. No, no. They knew what was online. going on and they had oh, to sell do? and all that stuff. Okay. They had a yeah. big bought already and everything else. So when they came to me and everything else, I, I had explained to them what was going on. We prepared it everything as fast as possible, but I just gave them a timeline. I said like, look, here you were, you were worth 500, then 550, then 600, then 650. The next one should have been 700, but for some reason it jumped up to 850. Right. Does that make sense to you? No. So the, those, those, you know, that, that atmosphere has disappeared. It's no longer there. So as long as we carry on that timeline, if that month never happened, you guys would have been very happy with 700 because 
Right. This would have been an improvement for him every six months that had since you lived in the building for three years and they understood. So we listed it at that price. We did the offer date. We ended up only getting 700, a couple offers. Great. The closing date they wanted, which was important, all the terms, all that stuff. Got it done. 700. How, how long? The closing? day of our offer date, Daryl, another unit came on the market. That's almost identical. The Four. day of the offer date Four. for the same price with no offer date. Mm. which means they were saying we'll take 700 or less, whatever the best we can get. So thank God you got that deal. We got that buyer who came firm? in because they firm? had already seen our unit and maybe they didn't know about the other one. I don't know, but whatever. They, they came in, they bought ours. We were happy. We moved on because the next one was sold for less. But the, the, yours sold firm? Yeah, done the 700. Boom. All right. Well, that's yeah. good. I mean, listen, it, it, there's going to be casualties, right? Yeah. There's going to be casualties in this period here of adjustment. Hopefully it doesn't get too nutty and get too, uh, like, I, I don't know. I, 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 I read one thing says prices are coming down. I read another thing that says prices are stable. I see one report that says, you know, everything is come off, uh, you know, 10, 15%. And then I see something else that says, you know, the average or the median price in Toronto's <clears throat> only come down like $20,000. And it's like, there, there's so much misused data. Like now how Sigma is releasing data for a different period of time than Treb numbers, right? So they released numbers a few days before Treb that were like, completely out of line with Treb numbers. And like, it's just more confusing. I just, I don't understand how people can navigate this thing properly, how they even know that they can trust their realtor. How right Sigma, now. but how Sigma tell you what everything is worth. It's, it's 1.8 existed for 1.5 for the last three months. Gotta be right. But they, they're posting sales of things that like didn't close that were supposed to close that didn't close. Like they're just, there's a lot of info that's wrong on there. Mm. It's not reliable. It's another unreliable part of the industry. I don't know how anybody is even buying a house right now. It's the industry that's flawed. The industry is so fucked. There's right humans now. involved. There's a lot of humans involved, There's but too many humans. But it too was humans, humans in a frenzy, in a frenzy yeah. of craziness. Like, yeah. The, the behavior is just so amazing to watch. It's like everybody just, even I, I was like thinking back today, like when we bought, it was like, it was like this whirlwind is like, what? we got to buy a house right now. Let's go. Let's go, 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 go. No other options. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all over the place. Crazy. It's crazy. We're all over the place. It's crazy. Anyway, so there's some big news this week that I think we should Let's probably hear. talk about. That was a long about. boots on the ground talk to long... Shut up. There's so much to talk about right now, though. Yeah, it's there's crazy. even more. There's other stories I'm like holding back on here. There's so much. I mean, my father-in-law, we got his deal closed. Yeah, there you go. Thank God. Had to Tell give me. a price reduction. First, it was like, fix this, fix this, get this done, get that done. Give us some money for this. We'll give you money. And it was just at the end of the day, it was like, just here, we're going to give you this much money. We're closing tomorrow. How much? Why? <laughs> Not as much as you would actually think. 10 grand? More like 25 in total. 25 on that price point you're talking about a small drop in the bucket Nothing. compared to, to relisting yeah, 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 oh yeah, my yeah. god and believe yeah. me like there was preparedness for much more yeah it, it was just this weird i think what really happened is they freaked out the market they saw was turning the, the like i said the parents money was in there and they mm -hmm. just they freaked out and I guess after talking to the lawyers and both lawyers talking to each other, it became very clear to them that like this was not going to be a good situation for them if they did walk away from this, that they were more than they have assets. Well, you can do it. But like, yeah, you're going to assets. If you got something to sue. You better close that deal. You better close that deal. But like just to have to deal with that on top of everything else that everybody has to deal with on a normal daily basis. It's just mm. crazy. And people like, it must be getting a lot worse than that. Like a lot worse than that. And a lot of people may not have the resources to, to, I mean, 
part of their problem was that there were, you know, there were some, some, some faulty plumbing issues in the house. And there was like, you know, some cupboards that didn't work, things that you don't necessarily notice when you're in the middle of a, you know, 20 man bidding war. Yeah. But when you bring your home inspector in on one of the buyer's visits, then you really get a good, clear picture. Oh, but you know what? They actually, we took a conditional offer. Yeah. For, with a home inspection clause and they never brought the inspector and then after one of their visits they used yeah. a visit for the inspector after they waved Ooh. like crazy double-ended baby yeah it's his, it's his agent's fault yeah. he was a piece of shit man yeah and, and I'm telling you, he used my father-in-law's like situation and knew what he had going on and that he was bridged. Yeah. And I'm telling yeah. you, he was like, you can, you, what was he care? He was a piece yeah. of shit. I'm telling you, he was yeah. the problem. Yeah. Double ending. Dum, dum, oh. dum, 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 dum. Abolish it. Anyways, yeah. we've got yeah. bigger fish to fry because guess who's moving to Toronto? Another. Uh, Justin Bieber. Evil, evil, evil. Oh, Black stuff on the wrong stone. Yeah, another evil evil investment <laughs> coming <laughs> they, in yeah i love it but you Flat know what it's it, it's it's um it's not all bad it's not all bad i don't I, bad. where's the bad where yeah. is the bad yeah where well the, is the, the fear is there the fear is that they are going to go like in phoenix arizona buy up a whole entire neighborhood overpay for you know 10 properties so that the 50 other ones that they bought all raise in value that's not going to happen. We don't do, have those. But they only do if somebody else is stupid and buys them. They only raise in right. value. Wait, you want to well, refinance it? What do we care? Sure. But how are values determined based on the last sales? So if the whole neighborhood is full of a million dollar sales, then that's what everyone's going to be thinking is the right value. Right? At least sellers are going to want that amount of money. Daryl, think about it. Yeah, either way, like, either hold way, on that's a not what, it's the that's same not what they're doing. They made it yeah. very clear in this article that that's not what they're doing, right? They're coming in for their own businesses that they have. They're, they're in every industry you can think of. So it's like, you know, they literally are coming here to Toronto because they've got other interests here. And then their, their commercial multifamily, uh, like all the big apartment buildings and stuff like that, that they've already partnered with Starlight on in the States are going to be their targets, which is also good. You like the people who own no buildings bad. in Ontario, the apartment buildings and stuff like that. A lot of them have no idea what they're doing. Most of the landlords are useless. And when you get a professional landlord comes in, ask anybody who's got one of these big REITs as their landlord, they'll tell you things are done well. You get a professional property manager, they clean up the building, they do renovations because they're trying to do like forced appreciation and, 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 and have, you know, significant uh, investment in the capital expenditures. Which they're, is when you can raise rents. They're, they're, I know, but they're cleaning up the mess by getting rid of all the drug dealers and you know people doing bad things. Yeah, I, I think it's 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 smart because there's a lot of landlords out there who are just old and miserable and they're hanging on to real estate because they don't know what to do with it and it's very undermanaged. Those are the so, people I deal with. I don't deal with the REITs. I deal with the undermanaged buildings. That's and they're brutal. For sure. So so so. Yeah. But I think what people have an issue with is that it's not that Blackstone or uh, core developments, these are not guys that are coming in here with swaths of cash ready to buy apartment buildings that haven't been managed well by a poor manager or a local mom and pop owner or an owner that's hands off that lives in Europe somewhere and has like some guy living for free rent, managing the building. Like these are companies coming in to buy houses, right? To buy homes that other people wouldn't be able to purchase. Why aren't we directing companies like this towards, you can come here, you can own apartment buildings but you can't come by the houses. The houses are for people that want to buy houses. I'm just playing devil's advocate because I really don't give a shit. It's a housing unit one way or another. In this article, it actually speaks to companies like Blackstone come into a small area, they buy a house and they turn it into two units of housing. Or developments, that's their, that's their, their MO right now. Right. So yeah. we're getting two for one specials here. Fantastic. Companies Rental adding... Supply. Imagine right. we did that in the neighborhood zones in Toronto. 
it we sounds like we're plexes. going to. I know, but you yeah. know, it's not. But well it's the same problem. The guys who are going to be starting to work on it right away. It's exactly what you're saying. It's the same problem. The investors, like I, I keep saying it, the investors are going to come in. They're going to value it differently when they can make it four doors all of a sudden, right? right. So it's going to keep pushing prices up. There's no hope in sight for prices in Toronto. I don't know about Saskatchewan and Alberta. And, and I mean, BC seems to, I don't know what they do in BC. I guess money laundering is a great business because I don't know what they produce out there, but they're, Markets the same as here in Toronto, where I don't know what we really produce here so much anymore, other than money, somehow, I guess, through all these loans that keep going out. So let's talk about loans now, because um, it seems to me that, you know, these interest rate hikes are having an effect on the housing market. What interest right? rate hikes? Well, kind of exactly. Record low. But, but that's the thing, like, really. Like on the grand scheme of things, what interest rate hikes, right? Yes, it's 100% more than it was before or 200% more than it was before, but it was like literally nothing, okay? It was <laughs> literally nothing. So, yeah. so, I mean, they're saying right now, um, here, let me pull this bad boy up on the screen. Real, real interest rates are still negative. Well, and they've got this comfort zone. What are they calling it? They're uh, the neutral, the neutral zone here where mm -hmm. it starts affecting inflation and we're way below it. Like, no yeah. kidding, guys. Yeah. What the hell is go going higher. on? You got one job to do, Tiff. One. One job. Just keep inflation like close to like, it's not even like you got to be right on two. Yeah. Like somewhere between one and three, you got a gap, man. You know who's getting too much heat right now for inflation? Who is getting too much heat for inflation? Putin? Putin. Putin. Way too much heat. We had so much inflation way before Putin started to do the stuff in oh. Europe. Yeah, okay, gas prices. Yeah, there's some other commodities and stuff like that that have started to rise. But like, why is everyone trying to pass the buck on to him? Right? Well, Don't you feel like everybody right, because keep mentioning the same thing? Like once, once the war in Europe, then we'll get inflation under well, control. If it wasn't for the war in Europe, then inflation would have been like or the China virus. Guys, don't you remember? Yeah, like don't you remember? And blaming China now too, right? Everyone's like, oh, it's because of China, right? Like there is so much issues that are way beyond what's going on across the world because of inflation it has has nothing to do that with with the war or or china and those two factors yes. could be resolved 100% and literally the inflation rate would go from you know in the states it'd go from you know 8.3 or whatever it is down to 8 and we'd go from 6.7 to 6 and a half uh when the war ends yeah 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 that's that's just how much spending is happening that's just how many people are out there you know constantly um uh, well, but hold on. clearing out the stock of 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 all the the goods and services that people have that's just the way that the economy is shifting it's like it's it's just that's that trickle effect and it's like you know well i'm charging more so therefore i have to pay more so therefore i have to pass make that buck more. onto this person so that means now i need to make more which means i can afford to pay more which means so it's like all this type of process that goes through that leads to price increases and very few places don't have price increases and if they do if they don't have price increases there's something that they're doing like there's either they're asking for tips they're 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 cutting down on their quality they're they're doing some sort of cutbacks because everyone's feeling the pressure of these increases increased costs sure right? sure it's, i mean have you been to there. a restaurant i mean i feel like nobody kind of knows they don't even put the prices doing. on the menu anymore at restaurants they just say look what are you looking Market for we'll price, let you know by yeah. the time i get your order and how much it's going to cost today's special is the hamburger at market price <laughs> <laughs> the filet right? fish market yeah. price <laughs> right that's what it is they'll kidding? tell you say so we'll get to you we'll get by the time we get your bill we'll let you know how much prices have gone up and then we'll bring it we'll bring it to you i can't believe how much it costs to go to a restaurant it mm -hmm. is just insane mm -hmm. just insane the prices are like out of control and tell me okay so we're below the neutral rate which is where it affects uh um uh inflation inflation is rampant 
There are yeah. so many boats waiting to be loaded in China, which is on a hundred percent lockdown for I don't even know how many weeks. We haven't even seen the repercussions of that. The war is still going strong. There's no end in sight. And yeah. then, like all the other issues that we even had before the pandemic, which were already like, like we were we. There, there's been so many problems mounting up for so long that these just like sped them up like crazy, right? And and what do they need to do? What is the answer to all this that nobody wants to hear? And what was the answer that they should have done in well, this is the May or September 2020? What's the answer? Right. Raise rates. Raise but, but taxes. No, raise taxes. Raise taxes. How is raising taxes going to help? What do you mean? How is it going to help? It's going to help pay for all this mess that we have gotten ourselves into. It's going to help raise the interest rates so that the government doesn't need to stimulate as much. It's going to mean that the government doesn't have to uh, provide as much support. This is what's necessary right now. They need to come in. They need to hit people hard because right now, if you're not borrowing, what, what what does interest rates going up? How does that affect you, Daryl? If I'm not borrowing, borrowing yeah. how does it affect me? How does it affect you? How does well, that everything slow down? else gets more expensive? But if, if if you're not borrowing anything, how does it affect you when interest rates go up? Do you say, oh, I'm going to not spend my money on that fill in the blank now? It depends if you're not how high they anything. go up, though. Listen, if they go up just another 1%. Yeah, the real estate okay. market keeps stalling, but prices keep going up on everything. That's I not going to affect things. So we have two choices right now, right? Yes. Either like keep farting around with these like quarter point, half a point increases and not curb inflation and just keep killing real estate and stock markets and, and cryptocurrency markets. Like just keep obliterating all the markets and destroying mm. the demand, right? Yeah. Um, or I guess the alternative is like raise rates huge and just kill demand in one fell swoop, like really quickly so that we can get back to things like there's, there, but, but think about it. There's still people who are going to find a way people who have money. Right. And I'm not saying tax people who are struggling yeah. at the bottom. End. I, I'm not, that's, I'm not, that's not, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying tax the people who can afford to be taxed so that they don't have the money anymore. Myself included. I'm not saying like, you know, a horrible it should idea. be corporations and, and multi, you know, billionaires here. I'm saying like tax the people who can afford to pay the tax so that they stop spending money and we can control inflation a lot faster. I think otherwise the government's going to be in a deficit until ad infinitum. It's like there's no there's no end to this. It's going to kill us. Exactly. We keep passing the buck. That's it. There's no end to it. They're going to just keep there could kicking. Be. Why? There can be. But everybody's doing it. It's Race the taxes. cool thing to do. Keep, Why keep is City of Toronto's taxes money. so freaking low? They've been, they've been delaying the assessments. Like our assessments were, were up until 2020. And now my the assessed values of everybody's properties are still based on the 2016 assessment report. Yeah. They need to go and they need to reassess all the properties in Ontario, all the properties across Canada, figure out what they're worth, keep the same tax rate or whatever the municipalities load in and start taxing people properly so that everybody's paying what they need to pay based on what their property is worth so that municipalities can afford to pay for the things and services to help the people who are actually vulnerable, who actually need the support. That's you, what needs to happen. Do you remember... When we first started this show, I came up with this. I well, I mean, it's not my idea, but I said we should, we should double the land transfer tax in the nine hundred five. We talked about that. Remember that? that was a that was a tough thing to coordinate because the nine hundred five is a vague term, right? So you know, you'd have to you'd have to say like York Region, wherever they region. don't already do it, Hill Region, right? Yeah. Like Toronto yeah. has it, so wherever doesn't have it, that wherever yeah. Toronto, wherever they don't have the same land transfer tax as Toronto. In yeah. Ontario, they should do it. Imagine the issue, the, the how issue much I they gave you at that in. time was the mismanagement of funds. That that's the issue, oh. and I agree there will be mismanagement of these funds from property taxes too. That's just one level. Now you got provincial government, right? So now you've got other forms of taxation, income tax, provincial government, right? The employment unemployment rate is like record lows here. When I the know. market dipped in 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 the eighty nine ninety, 
We had like, this is here. This is a good idea. This is a good thought for us to go down. Unemployment rate went to about 13%. Do you know what 13% unemployment Man. rate was in, the, in 1990? Okay. And, and remember COVID. COVID happened. Think about all the people you knew that were unemployed. Every server, every hotel worker, every gym owner, everybody in uh, like all those industries. Like we were all like tons of people were at home, you know? Yeah, that's what a 13% unemployment rate, unemployment rate looks like, right? That that's heavy. That's heavy. We're nowhere close to that. And we're not going anywhere close to that. The economy is doing too well. We're not, we're not going back up to that rate unless again, there's a mass lockdown and all these industries close down. So unless we see that, we're not going to see a a, a huge, crazy market crash. We're not going to see the, the, you know, inflation get under control. We're not going to see the, the people start to do what they need to do with their money, which is save it more and not borrow and all that kind of stuff, unless we tax them. Those are my two cents, Daryl. They're basically worth that. Yeah, good. Oh, <laughs> Listen, no, maybe you're, you're right. Show I mean, and you're no. getting advice from Daryl and I. Yeah, you right are fucked. Okay, we haven't met yeah, you. We know you, nothing about you or your situation. You I shouldn't listen to you're us. Fucked. Okay. Yeah. If you know us personally and we know what's going on with you, we can talk about it. But if you're just watching YouTube, hoping to you know figure out this A economy, B real estate market, or C life itself, you have come to the wrong place, my friends. <laughs> okay. All um, eighteen of you. Listen. Yeah. TK. You've upset me now with raising taxes. Good. I don't think good. that this is a good way to go. Oh, yeah. Like you, you're worried about paying taxes. <laughs> I pay hey? some taxes. You're, yeah. Mr. Real Estate Investment Trust. You've been dodging taxes for 20 years, eh, Daryl? Oh, no, hey? no, no. Taking advantage no. of, the, of, the, of the system. I'm joking. I, 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 I bend the rules as far as I can, like any good entrepreneur, without yeah. breaking them, TK. I know. I, I've never said without you breaking them. But I need your advice. I don't know if, if you want to talk about this or not right now. Unless I you have do. something else to go on. I've got it's all kinds that. of things to talk about. Like this is <laughs> but crazy this is more what's interesting. Going on. What's going on? What is it? No, I what want to it? hear what you have to say. I, I it's the land, it's the land deal that we were talking about without mentioning who the organization is. That one that I was saying to you, they wanted to sell just a part of it instead of the whole thing because they still want to operate. Oh, for a yeah. While. What the hell's that all about? So one, if they did that, it would be a 90 by 350 foot lot, a horribly inefficient lot. Okay, picture that. Then they would, yeah. be, then they would be left with 150 by 350, another lot that is, is less than efficient than it could be. What was the second one? 150 by 350. It's a good lot, but wouldn't it be a much better if it was 250 by 350? Especially exactly. where it is. Especially where it is, exactly. So if they sell that piece of land, they're actually going to hurt the value of the land in 20 years when they want to sell it. So I'm trying to come up with ideas on how to help them out because I'm trying to just help them out at this point, right? I'm going to find somewhere to move and cash out. So one would be to cash out or and rent, rent JV, out the building. JV so one for would, a few years. One would be to rent out the building, rent the building back, right? For 20 years rent the building back for five years and then take the money and go into another location. Right. Um, Sever off a much smaller chunk, just like a 90 by 200 and someone could build four townhouses and then they'll still have something bigger. No. Um, Any other ideas? Um, I'd have to look at it a little bit. So cash out though is your first instinct. Or, or JV and stay there until it's zoned and like starts construction. It's That's what three, I was thinking. Four yeah. years. Find just, another place. I was thinking 20 years, but just do it for four or five years, right? Yeah, find another place. They don't need to be right there. Where was the benefit to, be right to there. being they can there? They still carry on. Yeah. They can find Nobody, an industrial unit somewhere and who goes be there, there for another hundred years. I, I looked at the pictures. Nope. It's like, here, no leave your, there. leave your, your pitchforks here and leave your bobcat <laughs> over there. And That's okay. Yeah. They're nice people. Man. They do car. good. They yeah, do good I'm there. Sure they do wonderful things. Okay, TK, okay, you, what you took got? us on a tangent, okay? But you're my expert. I need I need your help sometimes. These are these are uh, not exciting conversations for most. Okay. Let us look at this from a different perspective. Okay. 
Okay. Let us look at it from a perspective of the people waiting on the sidelines with a bunch of money who are disgruntled for multiple reasons. One, they could have just been waiting for that, for the opportunity or their down payment to get large enough to afford a house and the market ran away on them. And now they're, they're fucked. Um, Or they've just been fucked for the last 20, 30 years and they're just pissed. And they're like, yes, the Mm. crash is here. I know those guys. There's like a Facebook group. You're all going to burn. You're all going (laughs) to die. And I'm going to be there to laugh at you and buy your Oh gosh. Yeah. They're funny. We need those. We need every society needs them. Also, also an idea I've been floating around recently. Remember, remember the eye buying algorithms that were buying up everything for a while. That's what I was talking about Zillow, the floating Zillow house. stops. Yes. And sells everything. And everybody's freaking out. The algorithms fucked. They're going out of business. Their stock tanks. They're still yeah. in business. When, what, where is that point where somebody's algorithm goes now? Now's the time to buy. And then the other algorithms are like, oh my God, shit's going, the bottom's here. And all these algorithms start buying everything up, right? Mm. And then everybody else is like, oh, we hit the bottom. Let's go. Everybody's buying. Everybody's buying. Isn't that like, is, is there a floor to this thing because of all these people just waiting for the crash? That soon as somebody jumps in, everybody's going to be like, oh, I'm going to miss this. Yes. The answer is yes. There is a floor. So, but there are buyers definitely out there. You know why? You know why they're definitely out there, TK? Because I don't know, but you're going to tell me. There's an article in the Globe and Mail. <laughs> right? It's got to be true. Carolyn Ireland, Globe- I'm sure, knows oh, oh, everything perfect. about real the Globe- estate. <laughs> the Globe and Mail only, only gets valuable information from reliable realtors. Okay? That's right. it. They only reliable ones. They never, ever interview people who are like, you know, you know, biased in their opinions. It's always the most reliable sources. And I know from experience that a lot of these publications are finding their experts on Twitter lately. I can tell you that Carolyn Ireland, like years ago, like 2014, 15, 16, I'm in a few of those articles. And I think that should speak (laughs) volumes to what I'm trying to tell you guys. Okay. I was just like, yeah, what's my thought? What's my thought on the deforestation of the British Columbia mountains? Like sure. I'll share my opinion on that. Like, yeah, no idea what I'm talking about. Like everything was just basically like, Hey, what do you think? And then you're getting quoted and you're just like, Hmm, maybe I shouldn't be talking so much to this lady. Oh God. Yeah. Somebody contacted me this week about the uh, labor strike, the union strikes. (laughs) They're like, you're a developer, right? And I said, yeah. Uh, how is this affecting you right now? I go, to be honest with you, at the moment, it's not. But like, here's all the things that it's affecting right now. And then, oh, sorry, we were looking for someone who it's affecting right now. And I'm like, yeah. I guess they're Mm. going for like that sob story angle where somebody's like, oh, it's like ruining everything. And this is the problem. I mean, there are, there are people right now. So one of the people that uh, I know who's looking for new construction, uh, who's who bought new construction, they've already had majority of their uh, property framed and all that kind of stuff. So when that union went on strike, it didn't affect them, but now further strikes, you know, when you start looking at some of the finishing uh, trades, you know, could affect their closing date and that, that impacts them. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. People who are waiting condo people, Come on. Those are all investors. They're all waiting for that. You know, whether it's, they're like, I hope this takes another three years. I hope there's a delay. I can't afford to close. I needed to take another three years before I get my permanent residency and I can actually make the, get the mortgage, you know? Sure. But all these people are wait, like somebody has to live in those places. We're so behind. We need those to come on the Martin, not to be sold for people to just move into like, Even I I imagine a lot of them start getting leased a little bit before completion. So there must Um, be people. The builder doesn't want that to happen in in occupancy stage most of the time, but people do it anyways. Well, now there are now, now one of the, one of the say, what do they call them? The the sales benefits or one of their, one of their incentives. One of their incentives now is that you can lease the unit during like before occupancy. Of course, buddy, those incentives, have you, 
Yeah, I posted something this week. It's like crazy yeah. what they're yeah. doing. Like and everyone's like only 10% now. Scary. I guess the developers would foot the bill, right? Right? I guess they'd foot the bill. Instead of if taking what? a hit on the unit price, they say, okay, guys, we're going to foot the bill on that 10%, right? Because otherwise, how do they get their financing, right? Um, but it's if, better than them taking a 10% out? hit on the price. Well, I don't understand what you're saying. Because how are they going to build when they go to get their financing? The develop or the bank, the bank, the lender wants to know that they've got twenty percent down for each one of these units. But these people don't default until it's built. Who? The buyers, right? There's no problem yeah. until a few years down the road when it's time to close. No, I know that. I know that. Money, Anyways, right? story. It's not a question. We'll solve that question with uh, uh, Screenco. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about pre-construction stuff because there's other there's other pre-construction stuff we should talk about in the news, but we don't have time for that today. And uh, we'll talk about it with uh, the pre-con guys. Well, so let me ask you a question. I got one last note here that I would like your opinion on. I, oh. I, I kind of noticed as I'm driving around lately, like a lot more open house signs than I've seen in I don't even know how long. Um, like Why? multiple on the same corner Why? and, and lots of for sale signs. Like I'm seeing lots for sure. of for sale signs and I'm really not seeing any sold signs. Not sold signs. I saw another one this week too, conditionally, um, looks good. The inspection was yesterday. Um, but there's no sold sign on it now. There's a, not yet. No. Um, ah, you see, you see, you see. There's, so there's sales. There's lots of sales. Honestly, the people who I'm noticing are not selling. I believe still to this day, just have not priced the property based on what today's market is showing. There's a few examples, you know, that I'm like, Hey, you know what? Too bad because that's a great house. That's a great deal. But a lot of the times they're not renovated or they are on a busy street or they've got something that, you know, people are like, do I really want to, you know, when I have all these other options, do I really want to go with that option? And I think that's the main thing that they'll have to uh, adjust for again, by lowering the price why Bottom are we bringing open houses everything. back? Oh yeah, open houses. So I'm I got pressure from somebody. They said, "Well, we know we haven't done this, we haven't done that. We should do an open house." And you know, first of all, what are open houses for? They're for the agent, so that they can go and get more buyers and sellers for themselves in that area, and they're for the seller to know that the five percent or whatever they're paying their agent, okay, to to literally spend no money whatsoever and just put the listing on the MLS and just wait around twiddling their thumbs, hoping that somebody's going to eventually buy it. Okay. That they know that they're putting their agent to work. So they feel like he's doing something. He's, he's, he's earning his money. He's there. I, I smelled those brownies. I smelled those butter tarts. They were fantastic. I know this guy is worth it. He's going to make sure. Cause you never know. You never know, Gerald, somebody could just walk in and they could fall in love and they could buy it. Yeah. Maybe in 1993 that happened. Yeah. But I did open uh, houses for 11 years. It never happened. I did yeah. like literally 500 to 800 open houses and it just doesn't happen. They, they come to the open house, but they're like, I saw you on realtor.ca. That's why I'm here. So yeah. they would have just called me anyways and booked a private showing. Right. So is it a, is it a, a desperation move? Desperate desperation. Why I'll do anything, but price it properly. I'll do anything but lower my price. I'll do anything but listen But who to is that? Is that the, the realtor? The That's seller. the realtor or the seller? The realtors don't want to do open houses. But do the realtors also like are the are the realtors also pushing back on lowering prices right now thinking that good good realtors know, know the market's going down. The sooner you sell the more money you get. The longer you wait the less money you get. It's 100% right now. Just like telling a buyer back over the last 20 years is you should wait for a lower price. Right? Is that going to happen? Right. No. So right now for a seller, why should you wait for a higher price? It's only going to get lower for now. At least right now, that's the market direction. Um, but the reason that realtors are doing open houses is because what else could they do? They're going to tell them to do marketing. Agents don't market properties. They're going to do some what? Social media ads. They're going to boost their posts. Like they don't know how to get the property out there to as many people because it costs a ton of money to do that. And you got to be doing it all year round and you have to have a ton of listings to be able to justify it. So they say, we'll do an open house then. No problem. We'll see if anybody's driving by, uh, you know, uh, Western road and shepherd on a Sunday between two and four, and they'll see my face in an arrow going that way. And then maybe they will come and buy the property. Right. And you know, who's going to okay. look at the open houses right now? Two people. Okay. 
the people that lived in the area and for years have been wondering what it looks like inside. Mm -hmm. And the people who just bought in the area <laughs> and are hoping to God it sells for more than they bought for. <laughs> or that it's I like never would have thought that. way worse it's gotta than happen. theirs. It's right? got, it's like, like somebody's gone into an open house I for that reason. I was thinking it's somebody's way just worse hungry than like when there's free food. <laughs> I hope it's way worse than mine because it's listed for lower for some reason. What the hell's <laughs> going on here? It's nicer than ours and it's listed for oh lower. Oh my God. God what are We're we in trouble, do? Jim. What, what are we, we going to do? do, Martha? Yeah. All right. And then the last thing, I know the last one was the last thing, but this one I think is kind of important to touch on. Maybe it's not. Rents are going up, baby. Rents are going up. And again, we have proof, right? Because we have an article here. Renting in Toronto. Be prepared to pay extra, says a, a realtor. realtor. I believe that's what that means. Says a realtor because oh, God. the realtors know the everything. realtor would know. A um, couple of things. So one, you know, you got uh, full scale return on foreign students, right? Schools are open. Every school in Toronto is open, including the newly named Metro Toronto University. Um, you've got, you've got people. Yeah, Ryerson. Yeah. Really? Well, I don't think we can say Ryerson. I think you're a racist if you say Ryerson. Bad yeah, don't God. say Ryerson. Anyway. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, uh, fact is that people are not buying as much right now. So all the bottom of the market, those people who are like, oh, we're going to get our own new how we're going to buy. And oh, the market's so crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, now it's going down. I don't want to do anything. And they're frozen in fear, even though now's the time to buy and that they could have been getting into the market. Instead, they're going to go and rent and they're going to, you know, live in that rental for the next 10 years and realize that they missed out on their opportunity to buy when the market was going down. Uh, so that's a new flood of people going into the market. Um, there is people divesting now. So they're saying, oh, market's going down. Gerald, get the house on the market. Call your friend, Billy, get the sign on the lawn. I want to be listed by next week. We're going to sell, we're going to rent. And, you know, that's it. Also, record number of, of divorces. Divorces are up, man. I'm telling you. For sure. A lot of divorces lately. Yeah. So Absolutely. divorces are up. People going their own ways. They both, we went from one house to two houses. Both are renting or maybe one by one rent, whatever. A lot of renting going on. That's my story and, and I'm sticking yeah. to it. And it's fucking expensive. You, you may have no choice if you want to live like where you want to live, right? If you want to stay in the area that you want to be in, you can't afford to buy on your own. Two incomes to afford a place 20, 30 years ago was needed. Now it's like you need your income. You need your spouse's income. You need rich parents. And you need to a have someone giving you a Brampton loan. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm not kidding. Like I, you need I a had, Brampton mortgage on top of all this. I had a friend over two nights ago, extremely wealthy guy. And he yeah. was like, I couldn't get a mortgage on I couldn't refinance my house. Yeah. Like without going to a B lender and jumping through hoops for five months. Yeah. And this guy's got like, like monstrous amounts of cash. Yeah. But he doesn't show an income, right? Like yeah. he doesn't yeah. show a salary. It's, yeah. it's insane. Like I, this whole thing is just weird. I don't get it. I don't like not getting it. And you know what I do when I don't get it? Hmm freeze up and I we don't talk do about, anything. We talk and about we it on our Sunday podcast and pretend like we do. <laughs> oh my God. Well, TK, yeah. if they made it this far and they yeah. haven't subscribed, I don't know what the hell they're, they're don't up know to. what's going on. Yep. If you haven't liked at this point, like honestly, what the heck is going on? I don't understand. Yeah. Press a button. And if you have a comment, please, we'd love to hear it because the Trent needs to say something offensive in response to it. And mm. we love that. Yeah. Shout out to D. Any Trent. comment is, you is still amazing. watching. He's D a Trent. He's a funny guy. Point. I know. He's a funny guy. We love him. We love the trolls. Sayonara, Mr. Thanks, Daryl, for, for doing this again. And uh, hopefully you'll have Thank me back you. next week. I will be the guest next week and you can interview me once again. Next week. Oh my God. We Who's have a great week? guest. We have lots of great guests. I don't know, but like the next eight weeks are ridiculous guests. I think that's ridiculous. why today was meant to be just me and you, because we've like packed up the rest of like the spring with guests. I was pretty awesome excited guests. for today's guest. I we was did a really, excited. that's okay. We did a really good job um, researching the guests. Like we the, 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 we've got was, the right people coming in. It was a good exercise. Months. Big news yeah. coming up for the Canadian real estate show in the next couple of weeks, guys. We're... Aiming for a hundred 
viewers, please help us. Will you be number 100? Will you be 101 or mm -hmm. 99? New on Curiosity Stream, have researchers figured out a mathematical formula for success? A clearer understanding of how success happens could lead us to change the rules. Gain a new perspective on getting ahead. It's science of success. And the U.S. won the space race, but not without help from the Nazis. They were just years ahead of us. Meet NASA's rocket scientists of the Third Reich on the moon landing and the Nazis. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.